Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. I want to mention a couple things. Uh, it is Martin Luther King Day, and uh, there are a couple quotes I just want to mention that are so powerful. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Uh, one more. If you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. I do want to acknowledge everyone who helped look for Blaze Bernstein. Unfortunately, we got horrible news uh, this week. Uh, I want to mention a website. If you'd like to uh, honor him, um, learn more about him, it's blazebernstein.org, and there'll be more information. Uh, there is going to be a memorial open to the public in a few weeks, and I will put that up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Okay, I'm going to bring my first guest on, Tama Keeves. She's written a great book called Thriving Through Uncertainty. Good morning. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Wonderful. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad to be here. Well, I was so interested in your book, Thriving Through Uncertainty, Moving Beyond Fear of the Unknown and Making Change Work for You. Now, did that somehow ring a personal note for you? Did something, you know, happen in your oh. life? Yeah. Oh, God, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. You know, uh, for me, I think I was so afraid to face uncertainty or so afraid to uh, listen to myself that I, you know, I did what other people said or what you were supposed to do or what was practical of... You know, so when I was young, I'd always wanted to be a writer. That was my dream. Mm -hmm. But um, I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, to an Orthodox Jewish family. Oh. And, um, you know, my mother said, you're going to write? You're going to sob. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, was the, that was the encouragement Just like that, dream. too, I bet. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> and, you know, and, and I think a lot of parents are like that. And so yes. then I, quote, took the practical choice or what you're supposed to do, and I went to law school, and mm -hmm. I got accepted to Harvard Law School and graduated. Graduated wow. with honors, and I was on partnership track of a major law firm, and just incredibly, incredibly unhappy, incredibly, yes. incredibly empty, mm -hmm. because I was I was living somebody else's life, yeah. you know, of what other people tell you is success, and got to the point of being so unhappy, um, and and thank God a friend of mine talked to me and said, you know, think about it, if you've been this successful doing something you don't love? I know. What could you do with what you love? Exactly. So that, so that began my journey. I mean, to answer your question, that, that began my journey. I, I left the, the, my job as an attorney. I left everything to, to face uncertainty because in the past I'd, I'd been doing what everybody else said was security and conventional. And I guess what I'm most wanting people to know is that they have an inner voice and they have a passion and they have a path, and I want them to do that. And let me just add that facing uncertainty, being bold, being, you know, brave to go through that unknown can bring you such joy. I mean, the name of my show is Get the Funk Out because <laughs> we, all, we all go through these personal ups and downs and being bold and going right through yes. that storm will bring you to another chapter that could be really happy. Uh, absolutely true. And I, lo I love the name of your show. Oh, thank you. And, and especially because, you know, many of us aren't hearing our own brilliant inner voice because we're hearing that funk we're hearing right. that negativity we're hearing that 
depression. We're hearing a stupid voice that's telling you, you can't do that. That's ridiculous. That's not right. And then, like I said, and then sometimes we'll think that that's practical or good judgment. And what I want to teach people is that they always have another voice inside them, a voice of instinct, a voice of genius, a voice of love. And that sometimes that that funk or that pain or those old stories about yourself are keeping you from that. So in Thriving Through Uncertainty, I, I teach you how to listen to something else, how to listen to your true voice. And you know what I love about what you're saying is that a lot of times we just make our decisions, as you said, based on what other people in our inner circle, whether it's family, friends, they say, what, are you out of your mind? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> yes. and you have to be bold and go, I'm not going to care what anybody thinks. I'm just going to follow my, my gut and what I mm-hmm. feel my, is my passion. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, and it's scary and it's terrifying. And, you know, people will say, well, the media will say stuff or statistics. And, but you know what fascinates me is that everybody has this incredible, invincible, you know, precious life force in them. There's, there's a, you have your dreams for a reason. Mm-hmm. You have your instincts for a reason. And what I always tell my clients, because I'm a, I'm a coach, and, and what I always tell my clients is that if you start moving in the direction of something you love, even just a tiny step, because boldness doesn't even have to be a big whole leap. You know, boldness doesn't even have to be, that's it, you have to leave your job, you have to leave a marriage, you right. have to change, you know, change whatever. It could just be just a tiny, tiny step of, you know, I'm going to go to that open mic tonight, you mm-hmm. know, or I'm going to, you know, try writing. Or, but if you move in the direction of something you love, it will give you strength. It will give you courage. It will, it will change your brain chemistry. Oh, yes. You know, uh, I, w- I want to get people out of their heads because in your head you're arguing back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. But if you do something you love or something meaningful, it just changes you and you'll know what's right. Oh, yes. You know, and I, I want to um, add that a lot of times there are things we used to do when we were younger and then we think, oh, but we're too old to do that, whether it's mm. playing an instrument or, I mean, I've always loved to write. And it took my dad passing away to me writing things about him on a plane. Um, mm. I got his um, eulogy published in the New York Times online. Wow. And, and wow. It, well, it was um, the people we, what was it called? Um, the people we knew. It's still online. And I wow. thought, oh, my gosh, this was his favorite newspaper. And I realized oh. how much I love to write, and it just kept me going. And ever since, I've just been writing and writing. Oh, that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. And what I love about that is, you know, so I'm always fascinated with, you know, the callings in people and, the, mm-hmm. and, and what they're meant to do. And it's like I, what I love about your story is that, it was always there for you. It was always there for you. You yeah. could ignore it for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, two minutes, and it still waited for you. You know, what I, I would know. tell people, you don't, you don't get to choose what you love. It chooses you. You so really true. don't get to choose what you love. You don't get to choose what really lights you up, where your talents are, what your, you know, but you get to choose, will you listen to it in your lifetime? And what I love about a calling is like that, it's consistent. It will wait for you. It won't change. It's always going to be there. And for some of us, it's always going to haunt us. It's always going to nudge us, and it's always mm-hmm. going to ask us to listen to it. So, so it's true. A beautiful example. Oh, thank you. How do you suggest people overcome their fear of risk? 
You know, I think that's a that's a huge question, and um, I think there's a few things. I think one thing is that I think we start telling ourselves a different story. You know, we're we're telling the reason you're afraid of risk or the reason you're afraid of uncertainty is you're not afraid of uncertainty. You're afraid of certainty. You're afraid of what you think is going to happen. I'm going to fail. You know, it's not going to work. I'm going to be poor. I'm going to always have cellulite. I'm going to whatever it is, you know, like you, you, you have these stories that you're telling yourself. And so I want to teach you to tell a different story that I'm following something right. I'm following something true. I'm giving myself permission. And so a, a lot of what thriving through uncertainty is about is about um, that inner voice, like, again, that relationship with yourself of learning how to be your own coach or your own advocate that way. And I think one of the hugest things you can also do in terms of, you know, facing uncertainty or if you're, you know, unmotivated or you're paralyzed is to make it safe, mm-hmm. to make it easy, to make it safe. And what I mean by that is to make it simple, you know, that of when I was first starting to write, you know, somebody gave me really bad advice of like, if you want to be a writer, you have to write every single day. Oh, you know, and it was no. just this, you know, just it was yes. too much. And I, I couldn't do that yet. And so then I felt like a failure. Well, I'm not writing every day. I must not be a real writer. And, and so I want people to just give themselves permission to try something and drop it and try again. Mm-hmm. Make it easy. And, and the biggest thing when I say make it safe is let go of self-judgment. Let go of oh, self-judgment. Yeah. Give yourself permission. Like, just decide that you're going to be your own best advocate of, you know, it's okay, and, uh, you know, and I'm going to be on my side no matter what. And even if it doesn't work, that's okay. I will have tried it. Of Just those encouraging voices. You know, and I'm listening to you thinking what people don't realize, too, is everybody feels this way. We're all so critical, and we think what we write is lousy, and... We're scared. We have phobias. And, yeah, I'm, you know. I'm listening to you, and I'm thinking, yeah, first thing she writes is in the New York Times. What am I doing? It's, you know what? It's just we all have these these fears. And, and like, yeah. we, recently my daughter said, want to go horseback riding? And I was like, sure. But I, I deep down inside, I was like a scared little 10-year-old. Like, that's how long it's been since I've been horseback riding. And anyway, long story short, it was the most beautiful experience because I, I faced my fear. Yes. And, so. you know, I have, a, I have a whole chapter in the book um, that talks about, like, getting out of your comfort zone into the stellar zone, you know, mm. of because it is that. It's like, you know, uh, and I would share your thing about horseback riding, by the way, of, <laughs> of just, you know, of I, I'm, I'm neurotic and I have all kinds of fears, you know. And so, like, I tell a story of... Uh, being on a subway train in New York City and, uh, you know, being claustrophobic and yes. it's like 100 million degrees underground. Oh, and, I hate it. You know, and, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, but I, but I, I have a chapter, like, where you, like, you, I teach you to be your own comfort zone in a difficult situation or to take, to take a risk because really what it is for me is it's learning to be fierce with myself, like fears to take risks and to try and to go to an edge and incredibly kind and incredibly generous. So like in that subway car, I just, just kept talking to myself and just saying, honey, can you go one more stop? Just Aww. go one more stop. <laughs> and if and if you can't, that's fine. We'll get off. We'll use our credit card. We'll do anything we need to do. I will mm-hmm. do anything to support you. But can you bear going one more stop? <laughs> so I just kept doing that for 10 stops. I love it. And I did it. And so that's how I would want people to face a risk is that, 
you're taking a risk, you're going to an edge, but you're being incredibly kind. Yeah. I grew up in Manhattan, and I was petrified of the subway system. It was gross, <laughs> graffiti. And I actually rode the subway for the first time alone, and I was just like you, like, okay, I'm doing this. It's great. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're, we're all like that. And then it feels like this incredible thing when we have faced uncertainty of any kind, and we've gone beyond what we did before. It's like we discover other resources, you know, other... Uh, there's this beautiful line in A Course in Miracles that says, um, who you think you are is a belief to be undone. Who you think mm. you are is a belief to be undone. And what it means is that we all think we're so limited. We all mm-hmm. think we're so fragile. We all think we can't do things. We all think we'll die, right. you know, if we fail at something. And I think if you try things and you go for what you love and you're listening to your heart and you're not taking somebody else's risk, right, you're not doing what they think is the thing you should do, um, you discover that you have so much more capacities and so much more love and so much more ability, and it's amazing. I love it. So tell me, where can people find out more about you and your book? Um, well, certainly uh, my books uh, are uh, everywhere, thank you, God, um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> which I'm very grateful for. Um, but the, the best way to connect with me is, uh, and, and all my resources, because I do all kinds of programs, I do online programs, I travel all over the country speaking, I do coaching. Um, the best way to connect with me is at my website, tamakeeves.com, and that's T A M as in Michael A. Keeves, K-I-E-V as in Victor, E-S dot com. So Tamakeeves dot com. Uh, I have all kinds of free resources. I have a newsletter I do once a month. That's a, a new article every single month that we send to you that I write. And we keep uh, a worldwide family of people who are trying to live from inspiration instead of fear. We're growing this organization. So I'd love people to join me. Uh, we, I'm also on Facebook every day. Oh, I'm good. on Twitter every day. Just to be keeping people connected because, you know, if you're doing this kind of work and you want to thrive and you want to take chances and you want to grow and you want to do what you're meant to do, it just takes practice. You're going to get inspired and then you're going to get scared. You're going to get inspired, you're going to get scared. So I just want to keep people connected and strengthened and inspired every day. Fantastic. Tama, thank you so much for calling in. And you're in New York, right? Um, I'm no longer in New York. I'm in Denver. Oh, I was going to say I'd love to meet you, but I don't get to Denver. Uh, but, I come to, but I come to New York often, so I'd love okay. to meet you. All right. I'm going to stay yeah. in touch. I would love to meet All you. All right. All right. Same here. Thanks. Same here. Thank you so much. Oh, my okay. pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Tama Keeves calling in to talk about her book, Thriving Through Uncertainty, and all the info is up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. We're going to take a quick break, and then I have another guest coming up, Nama Bloom. We'll talk about her health website, HelloFlow.com. You're listening to KCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. 